0: Reading in Church, a proud partner
1: with Audible.com. Previously on Reading in Church and Other Distractions. You were talking about the defeat of the powers of this, you know, the authority and the power of the dominion above every name. Mm-hmm. And immediately I thought of our colleague who studies medieval history and talking about Christian missionaries having to deal with the elf problem. In uh, in Europe, that, uh, that the this, this there's a huge elf issue. You know, the uh, elves will go uh, kill your crops. Right? The elves sneak in and make you give you diseases. The elves <laughs> yeah. come in your house. This is why you have to put a big evergreen tree in, in your house. <laughs> we thought you
0: were cursed by a gypsy, but modern science tells us there's an elf. There's in an in elf your stomach.
1: <laughs> And so, you know that this wonderful story of these Christian missionaries that show up trying to witness to these people, and and they you know they talk about the power of Christ and everything, and the people respond with, "Well, does this Jesus can he can he yeah. do something about the?" That's all well and good, but what about... What about the elf issues? Can he do anything about the elves? And the missionaries are like... Yeah, totally. sure, totally. absolutely. We've got we got a prayer for that, and <laughs> and this great story of these two nearby parishes that got into this huge fight because they found out that each of their priests were driving the elves into the opposite fields of each other's fields. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think I've heard that story. It's a great one. So you just wonder, you know, be careful with what you do. This power that Christ gives, because yeah. the elves will <laughs> the elves will get you. I mean, that's why you put the tree up in the in the house to keep the elves away and, and leave offerings out.
0: I've it's, never uh, tried that travelocity elf. I mean,
1: yeah, <laughs> Just, no, no, I get a bed. This scary. Or I mean, no, elves. For elves for are dangerous. Elves are elves dangerous are dangerous.
0: Welcome to reading in
1: church and other distractions with Rob and Mike. Well, welcome back to the podcast and happy new year. Happy I'm, new year. Yeah, I am Robert Wallace. I'm Michael McKeever. And this, is- <laughs> that's for the new year. That's not for me. <laughs> you know, am I a hero? I'll let other people decide. But <laughs> yes. Um... But no, this is uh, the first Sunday of Year B. Year B, looking forward and to it. So this Advent, uh, the Advent text has begun. So it's not too early to think about Christmas now. Um, people yeah. might have been yelling at you before now, yeah. but but now it's it's officially. Actually, you know that the that I believe it's medieval period. They had a Christmas fast, which began like Lent. It began November fifteenth. Really. So sort of for me, I'm thinking. You shouldn't have to complain about people listening at least November 15th. Yeah,
0: November 15th. Yeah. But
1: hmm. but I'm one of those who believes in Christmas all year round. But yeah. anyway. Uh these are the readings for December third, yeah, 2017. We're back to uh just four texts, so no more choices. Just four. Yep. Uh Isaiah sixty four, one to nine, Psalm eighty, or selections of Psalm eighty, 1-7 uh, one to seven and seventeen to nineteen. Uh first Corinthians one, three to nine. We're right. gonna just jump in there. Yeah. And this is the year of Mark, so that's good. Mark Mark's thirteen twenty four thirty seven. I do teach Mark every now and then. Well, you you listed the Gospels you were the most familiar with. You said Luke, John, Mark, Luke, John, Matthew. Mark, Matthew. Yeah. So we seem to be moving backwards yeah. in the way right. in which you are most familiar. That's so true. That's yeah. That's good. So, so actually, your comments should get better over the yeah, course should, of the be. next two yeah, years. Let's check that out. Let's <laughs> that's check what that, that means. Out. We'll test that. Or Here's... I want have to say,
0: well, now that we're in Matthew, well, you know what Luke says at this point? <laughs> <laughs> or
1: John. That's true. Hey, well, that's what I tell the students. Like, if you can make my essay question about your answer... Then you win, yeah, right? right? I mean, because uh, yeah. yeah. I always ask a question about the primeval history, and they've always studied for creation. Oh. And so I say, well, if you just write about creation, that's yeah. not enough. For but, example, yeah, but that's what they do. It's like, well, this happens always in the primeval history. For example, in creation, yeah. you see creation. it here. It's like, well done, you yeah. just passed the yes, test. Right? Exactly. That's good. The test
0: of life. That that's a, <laughs> make it
1: about you. Oh. <laughs> so, hope you like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And uh, as we begin our second year together Amazing. doing this, astounding, this is it's incredible. It's. Uh, is that the only sound effect you have nope, ready to go? No <laughs> Okay, that one could simply be from outside. That could be ambient noise. If we live, that's you true. know, that we get that a lot. Before we got our new
0: mics, that was that was yes, often. that's true. That
1: was all we had. So, well, um, is there anything you need to talk about? Uh, <laughs> that no, also we didn't have that. that also could be ambient <laughs> could noise. Be. Though we've got yeah. Canadian geese that's this time right. of year. Yeah, that's right. Um, so. Do you have? Uh, uh,
0: I'm looking forward to a new round. Yeah, yeah,
1: ready. Let's right. get it right. Yes, that for was real? a
0: first. First year a what the, sure. is a mulligan. Sure, a do over. Sure, we're ready B. to
1: to go it for real now. Plan so, B, year B. Yeah, so here we go. I love Advent. Can I just say? I yeah, just it too. saved it literally saved Christmas for me because I did not grow up in an Advent church.
0: Oh, um, oh, you, at
1: all, no, okay. and you, s- season the season. The season, season yeah. yeah, it was a big deal because we well, and I worked in retail, and that's enough reason to oh. hate humanity. Yes. Oh, a reason i was in the electronics goodness. department at uh wow. service merchandise some of you might remember service merchandise Never the heard of vestiges that. of an older time huh and uh I, I made a lot of money and earned a lot of you know overtime and oh yeah christmas presents for my family that year were tremendous but i hated everyone and christmas
0: what age
1: is this 16 17 18 okay. and uh when when i got by the time you know Christmas Eve came. And now we're supposed to read the Christmas story. Now I'm just mad, right? And yeah. it's too late. You right. lost me. You yeah. know, you had yeah. your chance, but you mm-hmm. lost me. And it, I did not enjoy Christmas wow. until I got married. And our first uh, first Christmas together, we were at a church that did Advent. And I thought, well, this is the, I've, well, I've never experienced this before. Yeah. This is amazing. And, and to actually take the four weeks prior to Christmas to focus right on that. The right it was. Frame of mind. It was really it. It's yeah. I. Yeah, I yeah. didn't become Scrooge anymore. It was. It was amazing. Yeah. So
0: I. I. I've appreciated it more. And well, you grew up years. Catholic, didn't you? So you. I didn't pay attention. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like,
0: let's get in and out. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well. Yeah. I can respect that. Yeah. Absolutely. Plus,
0: you don't sing as much. Although the one time you do sing is a Christmas Eve mass. Right.
1: It's right. Like,
0: well, this is novel. I'm singing.
1: Right. Yeah. I kind of like a big this. Deal. So so yeah, Advent. So we end up getting our own Advent. We still have an own Advent wreath. We do, and I oh, yeah. you know bought yeah some we do that Advent the devotionals doodles. that we use regularly. And yeah. so yeah, it's it's something that has helped focus. And I know a lot more evangelical churches are actually doing yeah. more Advent, sure, and learning that
0: yeah
1: you know maybe there's some benefit in using a liturgical calendar instead of. Well, we already have a liturgical calendar in most of our evangelical churches. It's just that it's Memorial Day, Mother's Day, Memorial Day, <laughs> Father's Day, Fourth of July. Um, maybe, maybe right. Pentecost is worth spending time on. Maybe maybe, maybe should, Advent's worth spending try
0: time on. Maybe
1: we should celebrate the birthday of the church. Maybe that's an idea. But anyway, just a thought. Yeah, I mean, I'm it was gonna, brainstorming now. We
0: reinvented this round thing that rolled. <laughs>
1: I give you the wheel. The wheel. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, well, that's enough of my uh, testimony regarding Advent. All right. But yeah. um, Let's get getting some apocalyptic here. Ready for, for some for Christmas? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Charlie Brown. Is. It's the apocalypse again. Charlie yeah. Brown. The sequel. It's again. It's made a lap. Isaiah 64. All right. Isaiah 64, one through nine.
0: Yep. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down so that. The mountains would quake. I almost said quack. At your no, presence. no, that's different. <laughs> the mountains would. Uh, that, that, that changes it. And when, as when fire kindles brushwood, and the fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, so that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down. The mountains quaked at your presence. Very good. From ages past, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye ha- has seen any God besides you who works for those who wait for him. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in your ways, but you are angry and we sinned because you hid yourself. Probably not you in that order.
1: You probably, yeah. probably we sinned yeah. and you were angry, yeah. but I mean, you know, yeah. it's okay. It's, it's, poetry, it. it's poetry. So what are you going to do?
0: We have all become like one who is unclean and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. <laughs> We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind take us away. Sometimes a change of seasons can make yeah. you feel that way.
1: <laughs> just, I feel it, man. <laughs> See your doctor.
0: <laughs> there is no one who... Oh, sit by a bright light. That's right. There's no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. Yet, O oh Lord, you are our Father, we are the clay, and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be exceedingly angry, O Lord, and do not remember iniquity forever. Now consider, we are all your people. Yep. Well, that's a nice text.
1: It is actually a nice text. This is Uh good. Um, It's the end of of Isaiah, 66 chapters in Isaiah. This is 64. Yeah. Uh, And different parts of Isaiah deal with different time periods in Israel's life. It's not a flat text. It's all coming at the same time. This is like Christmas. Christmas time. It's (laughs) this This is not Christmas time. Uh, This is this is sort of the third period, right? The first part of Isaiah goes from Isaiah one to thirty nine, and that is very. That's dealing with uh, things that happened in the eighth century, so way before exile, Mm. uh, during Israel's disobedience. A nice contrast in what a good king or a bad king looks like, and then in a really weird sort of um, editorial choice. Isaiah, the last verse of chapter 39 of Isaiah, is in the 8th century, and the first verse of chapter 40 okay. is in the 6th century. There is no transition. There's no, nothing. You just yeah. leap forward you in this time. this actually would work better this way. The editor. Yeah, just, just... yeah we're just going to juxtapose these things. No. And, and it, is, it is a bracing kind of mm-hmm. change, because you go from the exile is long time off in the future to exile is finishing. And so you've okay. missed the exile for the most part. Mm-hmm. But it assumes the exile. Um, for much of the book of Isaiah, actually. And then that goes from like 40 to 55 is, is pretty much dealing in that sixth century time when the people are being restored and you get the servant Psalms Mm -hmm. and you get, you know, God will lead us back to the desert and reestablish. Well, then, then from like 56 to 66, maybe another hundred years later, maybe not. I mean, it's hard to know exactly when, but some time has passed yeah, long enough for them to be back in the land. Uh, get it together and then screw up again. And screw right? up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's that's kind of where we are again. It's kind of their thing. It is it's, well it's their it is their move. Yeah. yeah. And so this is this is in that context of trying to it's balancing both look at the way you've delivered us and look mm-hmm. who we are. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day. So so acknowledging our our weaknesses but also God's power. Mm. Um and and desperate for God's action. There's this, this is a very um very transcendent picture of God here. That uh God is very other. God is very, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that you would tear open the heavens and come down. Mm-hmm. You know, is this understanding mm-hmm. that God's not not around right now? So do yeah. this and yeah. um and do something. Because fire does things. That's the fire image. Right. Okay. Fire is active. You can burn yeah. things, you can boil things, you can do I mean fire, do something. Be active.
0: Yeah, we got a little um little fire coming up. No, oh fire, no, I'm thinking of next week. Uh, oh yeah, fire. Next period,
1: week? Yeah. No. Um and and so that's that's prayer for god to come and do something fix this problem with mountains mountains of course you know mountains are firmly established mountains are this symbol of everything you think they are right strength and mm-hmm. security right. and yeah. i mean that's why the stronghold absolutely yeah, yeah the that that's very much the image in like psalm 121 where you know where will my i look to the hills i look at the mountains where will my mm-hmm. help come from yeah. actually my right. help's from god cuz yeah. everybody's going to look to the hills build your city on a hill and you know, put these things easy to protect yourself in a hill. There's safeguards. And you, and now the hills tremble at God. And even, yeah. Even the strongest thing that you can imagine. Yeah. You know, God right. is bigger than that. Okay. Um, Verse four is interesting because what you see in verse four is after the exile, Israel has a, a thoroughgoing monotheism, which okay. prior to the exile, they worshiped one God. Hmm but they didn't deny that other nations had gods, right? That yeah. you had the gods right. of Egypt yeah, yeah. and the gods yeah. of Babylon mm-hmm. and the guy. Go- and so sometimes that's called henotheism. Sometimes that's called monolatry. Uh, but, but for most of the old Testament, or I should say most pre-exilic texts, it's, it's all, you focus on God, you focus on Yahweh. Yahweh is your God. Don't pay attention to the gods of Canaan. Don't pay attention to the gods. of. But after the exile, it's, there are no other gods. All right. Yeah. They, it's just Yahweh. Okay. And so there is. And so that's why you get in the second part of Isaiah. There's no other God besides you. No one's ever seen a God besides you. Uh, there is no rock apart from you. I know not uh, no other. I mean, all of these reaffirming of this m- thoroughgoing monotheism yeah. that you get yeah. in uh, in Isaiah. So uh, but this is all post. That's a post-exilic development that we're yeah. thinking in terms of that. Right. And, uh, that's a pure monotheism as yeah. opposed to henotheism.
0: That's interesting. Confessional language. Paul. Paul takes up a little bit of 64-4 somewhere. Oh, really? But no no, no one has heard, no eye is perceived. Yeah. No ear is perceived, no eye is seen. I forget what he does with that. He takes a part of the verse and uh, in them.
1: That's... Is that in Corinthians? I'm not sure where that is. That, yeah. that in, I'm an Old Testament forget guy. where he goes with it's, that. It's in Isaiah. No. Sounds familiar. Um, you know what? It, it's, I think, borrowed in um, Michael W. Smith's first Christmas album. Amy, oh, Amy well, Grant sings that. There you go. Uh, okay. That line there is All a right. Christmas song. So that's interesting now that I think about it, that it's an Advent text and then that he used it for Christmas. Hmm. Um, but I, you know, I'm a product of the eighties and I really love Michael W. Smith's First Christmas. Oh.
0: So a, I don't think I've, I don't think really? i owned that. Yeah.
1: It's, I mean, there are parts of it that sound like the eighties, which we loved our synthesizers 80s. in the eighties, you know, yes. but uh, there are parts of some songs that are just mm-hmm. terrific in that. Yeah. And uh, I remember I saw him in concert. It's just like one of the first early concerts I went to uh, in high school. And it was during the Argyle sweater. sweater Uh, It was just post Argyle sweater (laughs) face. Um, And he once again, digging deep, he said, yeah, that's right. (laughs) In pop culture, in in ancient Christian Christian pop culture. There's a nuance here. He said, uh, so I've got a Christmas album coming out. And of course, all the crowd goes crazy. Uh. And he goes, no, 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 no. He said this. If you like Michael W. Smith, don't buy this album. He said this oh. is not typical Michael W. Smith okay. 80s Christmas music. And it's like, oh, that's a And it wasn't. It was a little different. He did some, you know, orchestra arrangements. Yeah, it was like, like reverse psychology so. to me. Yeah, it might have been. Who you know, Yeah, it's like a messianic secret only yeah. with a Christmas album. Right. So anywho, that's the <laughs> that's monotheism yeah. that we're talking about. <laughs> Good tie in Advent yeah. there. Try that Excellent. Back. See what I did there? Brought it back together. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, our, our deeds are like filthy rags. Um, we fade Like if you get a lot of this in the second half of this acknowledgement of the, the ephemeral nature of life, you know, just, we're just, we're just dust. We're just, yeah. you know, the, the mm-hmm. grass withers, the flowers fade. Yeah. That's next, next week's verses, I think. Yeah. In 40. I 40. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that this, this very much, we're, we're nothing compared to God mm-hmm. and you're the only one who can save us. And yeah. so, you know, work us, forgive us and make it better. Yeah. So that's. That's where I go with Isaiah 64.
0: They're getting real. They're getting down to brass tacks.
1: Well, you know, that's that nothing like suffering to focus the attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's
0: things. It does. Yeah, I clarify things. Yeah, this is I didn't I didn't really think about it in terms of how how uh, emphatic the monotheism is.
1: Yeah, it becomes very I mean, you can see that. They're doubling down on that, right? Now, yeah. ages past, no ages passed, no one has heard, yeah. no ear has perceived, no eye yeah. has seen right. that there's any god beside you. Yeah. So I'll, Now those are false gods. It's not like they're other gods. Mm. They're false gods. Okay. And I actually think that's probably a result, a direct result of exile, because from a cultural perspective, you know, Babylon fights Judah. Everyone would believe that Babylon's God's fighting Judah's God and whichever God is stronger that wins. And so the only conclusion you can draw is, well, obviously Marduk is stronger than Yahweh. Yeah. And so the the Bible comes along and I think makes the point that, no, 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 Marduk's Mm -hmm. not stronger than Yahweh. In fact, Yahweh did this. In fact, there is no Marduk. Yahweh is the one who does this. So, I mean, I really think it's sort of a natural outgrowth of them trying to Hmm. make sense of how it is that Yahweh is so powerful and Yahweh's people lost the exile. Well, the reason is because Yahweh's people were the problem. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, just coming back from exile and having clarified the nature of, you know, there's only Yahweh. Does yeah. that cure idolatry? It does. Yeah. yeah. So they're well, they blowing it here. In, in what fashion?
1: It, it a cure. It cures. Um, it cures the open practice of idolatry. I would argue that humanity, we are all fundamentally yeah, idolatrous yeah, yeah. peoples, <laughs> but you don't have them,
0: curated idolatry. It, artisanal. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we have our own favorite <laughs> kinds of, of
1: idolatry. No, yeah. You don't have the, the syncretism with Marduk now no, or, no. or Molech or whoever you might be syncretizing mm-hmm. or ball or, or anybody else. But um,
0: turns out the problem isn't those fake gods. It's us. It's
1: actually, yeah, <laughs> oh. that people are selfish and, mm. um, and that kind of thing. And then, okay. you know, aren't just, um, and, and so, yeah, I, I think that that's part of the make bad choices. Right. We do. We make bad choices. Um, but don't call on, seek God and call on God's name. I mean, he says in that second part, right, that what it is to be just and what God is looking for, and, yeah. you know, right. then then your righteousness will shine forth like mm-hmm. the dawn, you know, mm-hmm. that that image of, and then they will call on me and I will say, here I am. And yeah. it's beautiful. Hmm. I mean, I think the next chapter he says, I, I wanted to say, here I am, here I am, but yeah. nobody's seeking me. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that's the problem is they're not, where's is that, is that? Yeah, it's 65. I was ready to be sought out by those who did not ask, to be found by those who did not seek me. I said, here I am to the nation that didn't (laughs) (laughs) I held up my hands all day long to rebellious people who walk in a way that's not good. (laughs) Hey,
0: let's play hide and seek. You go hide. (laughs) Right. Hello. Boy, you're good at this game. (laughs) Anyway. Psalm. Yeah, let's look at Psalm eighty. Psalm eighty-one to seven.
1: Selections from Psalm
0: eighty. Yeah. For Year B, seventeen to nineteen. Give ear, O Shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock. Oh, we're jumping ahead to the New Testament. (laughs) You who are enthroned upon the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Stir up your might and come save us. Restore us, O God. Let your face shine that we may be saved. Oh, Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angry with your people's prayers? You have fed them with the bread of tears and given them tears to drink in full measure. Did we read this last year? Sounds familiar. (laughs) Remember this salty diet. (laughs) You make us the scorn of our neighbors. Our enemies laugh among themselves. I do have a laugh button, by my
1: (laughs) That was just me. I don't need a laugh button. I have my own sound effects. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) You <laughs> do. Restore us, O God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. But let your hand be upon the one at your right hand, the one whom you made strong for yourself. Then we will never turn back from you. Give us life and we will call on your name. Restore us, O Lord God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. Mm-hmm. Shining. Shining a faces.
1: Of, <laughs> a lot of shining faces. Oh. Yeah, several times.
0: I almost thought now. I lost that's... my place. Like, no, oh, no, you a, were there. I refrain there. How many times is that? Three times? Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. I
1: think so. Okay. So um, let's see. Don't do bore us. Get to the chorus. We, uh, <laughs> the term shepherd of Israel, that's the only time we have God addressed in that way really? in the in the biblical text. He's called shepherd many times, but, but oh. shepherd of Israel. Only time
0: in Isaiah or in the... Only they... time
1: in the Bible oh, that you see okay. shepherd of Israel. Hmm. Um, that is, and I should point out, and we don't think we hear this enough, shepherd, is a royal image. The Hmm. kings of the ancient Near East thought of them, called themselves shepherds. Okay. And so to say shepherd of Israel is a, that I think drives that home even more explicitly. This is not, this is not necessarily a romanticized, this is, this is God, you are king. Okay. Um,
0: So that's not an extension of David's story. It's a broad. It it, uh, it is correct. Cross-culturally. It is a cross-cultural image. Other
1: ancient Near Eastern kings called themselves shepherds. Hmm. Yeah. That's they thought of themselves that way, with the people as a flock. Um,
0: Learn something new. I'm going to check that box. Learn something today. All right. Well, hey. Good.
1: All right. Good know that. Um, but it, yeah, I think that's this is a, this is an exilic psalm. This is a psalm that comes in book three. Uh, so not one of mine originally, but uh, a song of Asaph. And um, the Asaphites were um, singers that wrote some psalms besides attributed to, to psalms mm-hmm. besides David. Um, particularly book three, they're big in book three, um, big on the exile stuff. And so this is in the context of exile. So we're praying for our restoration at this time. Um, and I like the, you who are enthroned on the cherubim. That is, uh, arc imagery, um mm-hmm. some say it's temple imagery and wilderness imagery some say but but it's it's you <laughs> know okay it narr- narrows it down it really does so i guess what it's saying some say it's throne room Im- imagery so got you know, like of heaven kind of mm-hmm. throne room imagery mm-hmm. so it's kingship imagery is what it is. Yeah. God is king. Okay. I right. mean, shepherd of Israel, mm-hmm. you who are enthroned. I mean, this is, this is, yeah, it's a big overlap between all those things. God right? is king. Throne is, exactly. is evoked and kingship is well, evoked it, in yeah, all those. The it? word in Hebrew for palace and temple are the same word. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a royal image, no matter how you, str- how you right. slice it there. Yeah. Um. So this is, this is kingship. And that is where we begin to see, and this is, I think, you know, early p- pattern of this, but this, this strong shift in the Psalms in my, in, particularly my reading of the Psalms, away from Davidic kingship and toward um God's kingship. Okay. And and we we see that fully expressed in book four, Psalm 93, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99. But I think you're starting to see that that cry. Now you still have a, a hope for an earthly king. You get that down here. The right, right yeah. hand be the one you made strong. Right. That that last bit, verse 17, is the stuff you don't see in book four. Okay. Where you're not looking for a an earthly king, you, Uh, you simply are focusing mm -hmm. on Yahweh as king. Uh, So I think you're seeing the beginnings of that here. Interesting. Um, But yeah, this confession that, you know, life is terrible. Life is hard. Um, You fed us with the bread of tears. Um, Make us the scorn of our neighbors.
0: Yeah. Our neighbors Uh, tackle us while we're mowing the lawn. (laughs) 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 Yes. Yes.
1: I think that's implied. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. The nuance. That's the, that's the kind of. (laughs) And then laugh at us. And then then laugh (laughs) at us. And break our break our ribs. Wow. Uh, I, I should point uh, verse four. Uh, you've got how long again? Right? Mm-hmm. How long we yeah. be angry? So mm-hmm. that's you should know we're lamenting when you see yeah. how long. That's that's yeah. E minor. We've kicked up an E minor there. Yeah. Um, and you're on hold. And the God of God of hosts, uh, yeah. military image, mm-hmm. uh, and and leadership, kingship, power. Uh, I think I've shared on the podcast that I've translated that in my book. Um, I was really struggling with how to capture God of hosts. Because um, that is a thoroughgoing military mm-hmm. image, and yeah. and armies didn't quite cut it, and angel armies wasn't what it meant, <laughs> and and some people just left it untranslated. But I, I finally decided, you know, in in actuality, Yahweh fills the same role that Eisenhower did in World War II for Israel, mm-hmm. and so I've gone with Supreme Commander Yahweh, oh. uh, Lord God of Hosts. I would say, oh, okay, so... Supreme Commander Yahweh. Oh, okay. Um, I see what you did. Is the is the way I would translate that. Um, so, huh. um,
0: that's helpful. Some of the, uh, you know, uh, the genitives, it's like, that doesn't, that doesn't help. You just got rid of the hosts there. Right. So yeah, it's more about, it's more about it's the about, God. That's about the God who's As in a charge. Yeah. yeah. And if that I say supreme
1: sense. commander, it implies hosts because yeah. you're commanding right. someone. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's good. I like that. So, and, and it, it, it gives me the image of the military without, having to decide exactly how to portray this and leaving it open because that hosts sometimes I think might imply the nations, not just, Mm. I don't think it's spiritual. I think that God is in control of all of the movings and machinations of the world at that point. And so, um, so yeah, so Hmm. heavenly host is new Testament, but this is hosts. This, this can be more down to earth than just, just that. So, uh, but, but again, God's power, God's control, God's command.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. So song of Asaph a
1: song of Asaph. Yes. An Asaphite song. There's this is um, a plural group. In, uh, yes. Asaph. Well, no, I'm sorry. It's sons. The sons of Korah are a plural group, but the Asaph's, okay. Asaphs Asaphite, Asaphite song is, as usually ah, just okay. a person right. of Asaph. Yeah. Did he have a Christmas album? Uh, he did. It was unusual. <laughs> it was different. This is, this is in the Christmas album. This, sure. is it. It. Yeah, okay. this is it. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. That makes sense. But uh, yeah, sons of Korah are the other group. Book three, you don't get a lot of David. You get, in fact, you get one Davidic psalm, which isn't surprising because seven, Psalm seventy-two said there are no more psalms of David. Yeah. yeah. Except <laughs> then, and then of course this book three has mm-hmm. one, book four has two, and then there's like fifteen in book five. But um, but book three is primarily Asaph, Asaph, and uh, Korahite, the sons of Korah, mm-hmm. the boy band. I mean, big boy bands were big back then. Isn't
0: there? I think there's a group now.
1: There's a modern group. Sons they of do Korah. psalms, right? Yeah, they do. They did. Yeah. They came here. They were very, they very, very, they yeah. were very good. They were very good. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think next week we're doing a core height psalm. So, Book three psalm. All right. Excellent. Reading in church is proud to partner with audible.com. For you, the listeners of this podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30 day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, MP3 player. Surely you can find something interesting in all of that. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com readinginchurch. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash readinginchurch for your free audiobook. Go there today. All right, you ready for first corinthians yeah i'm gonna turn the page
0: here turn the page analog here and
1: hear that uh hear, hear that uh walking baseline uh which sometimes just appears magically <laughs> anywhere you just never know yeah. when you hear the walking baseline turn the page yeah. uh first corinthians 1 3 to 9 grace to you and peace from god our father and the lord jesus christ I give thanks to my God always for you. I don't know that I believe that because of the grace of God. Not for everything, but not for everything, but because of the grace of God Mm -hmm. that has been given you in Christ Jesus for in every way you've been enriched in him in speech and in knowledge of every kind, just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will strengthen you to the end so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by him. You were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Okay. All right. right, Now let me say something. Okay. You told me... Mm -hmm. And have told me that you can see the whole book in the intro. You can see a lot of the uh, coming, and and where he's going coming uh, and you know what coming attractions. You got me doing this now. Yeah, sure. You got the spiritual gift stuff, mm-hmm. and he's implying that you have got all of them, making sure that you're not just focusing on one versus the other. Right? You're not lacking yeah. in any spiritual gift. Yeah. So because that's well, going to be and a he big emphasizes point What they
0: on. emphasize: speech and knowledge gifts.
1: And then, then he also says, strengthen you the blames on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ, implying that that day hasn't come yet. Which hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Yeah. Did I get it? Yeah. That's what I was going to emphasize. Nailed it.
0: All right, right. let's move to Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Yeah. Good. That's that's where he's headed. That's what he does. Now, that's not... He's not the only person who does that. I mean, really, really fancy rhetoric does that. Yeah. All kinds of little little foreshadowing but yeah. not typically in a letter and this is not a typical letter this is way longer than a typical letter but but yeah he's he's got the big picture in mind and he's he's read their mail <laughs> literally that's, that's he's got amazing a, and and he's getting very specific he's a rich you in every way in speech and knowledge he knows what they like and he's is thankful for those things you know
1: this is this is the good uh i don't want to say comedy writer good just good like television writer Who's who's given you these bits at the beginning yeah. that you don't realize come together yeah. until you get to the end of the show and it's like oh that's where he yeah. that was at the beginning he yeah, yeah, said yeah. that and now and I the big, get,
0: yeah beginning of the set and then they come full circle yeah the topper and that's the in. big
1: joke at the end kind yeah. of thing well that's that's what he's setting this all up oh yeah that's, yeah that's yeah I honestly I you know I've been in a lot of I've never heard anyone talk about it that way um, yeah. that 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 the beginning that the beginning of the letter gives you what's coming in the letter. I'd never, I'd never yeah, seen I think
0: that. in the bigger letters you see it more often. Big, you see it in a, in a more detailed way because they're long. The Thanksgivings are longer, mm-hmm. and, and uh, yeah, so he's going to. You know, it's about grace. I mean, this is typical for him to say. You know, grace and grace peace, grace and peace. Yeah, but he is emphasizing grace in the second verse as well. So, mm-hmm. charis, charismatic gifts, is what they're all about, right? And Paul's charismatic. I mean, he's, he's all these churches are. It's interesting to see how often Paul referred to. The experience of the spirit among you. Right. Well, that you was in, know in, that this is. I'm an, thinking
1: of an axe. That's how you knew the spirit came. Yeah. Right. I mean.
0: Well, yeah. It's a and often. Um, well, and often when you cross a cultural boundary, there's a kind of a reiteration of like, oh, we saw the spirit fall in Jerusalem right. like that. So, but um, Paul's often saying the the testimony was confirmed, and you know it's been confirmed to you by the spirit, and mm-hmm. extraordinary things happen to these congregations. Well, I, um, but they're they're very zealous, and it's not that they shouldn't be zealous for these things and these things aren't good, but it's just, they are not using them
1: correctly. I I like how he says they've been in, you've been enriched in speech and in knowledge, which of course they're going to really prioritize. Mm -hmm. But then in seven, you're not lacking in any spiritual gift. So it's not, he doesn't Uh say both, (laughs) you know, he actually is foreshadowing that you realize there's a lot of them, right? It's not just times. It's Mm -hmm. not, you Mm -hmm. might want to remember all of the, yeah. As you wait. Yeah, For the revealing of was, Jesus Christ, yeah, which, which has, has not happened, not happened yet, right. which yeah. is where he's going, yeah. of course, yeah. in 15. Right.
0: And he, he brings that up. Because he, he delays ta- tackling that to the end, he brings that up a lot. Like in the uh, the Lord's Supper text, you know, we proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. Yeah, <laughs> he until he's bringing he... it up. These people need reminding. That. Well, they have they have a, a false teaching that they are uh, raised in their spirits. So there's nothing. You don't need to raise bodies. That's a... Not necessary. In fact, that's a why would you want to do that from a Greek perspective?
1: Right, because bodies are evil in yeah. a Greek perspective. Yeah, why would you do that? Yeah. yeah. Material is evil mm-hmm. in a Greek perspective.
0: Yeah. So yeah. He says this is where he's heading. And the, I think this is a genuine, genuine Thanksgiving. Mm. And Yeah, uh, you think so? It's a dynamic church. I mean, it's <laughs> it's easier to steer a church that's going some that's moving, you know, than that's the true. One that's sitting. So uh, it's an important Important church. He's invested a lot in this church. Important location. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Um,
1: On the Isthmus. Yeah. See, I said it correctly. There
0: for him. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> why it's here during Christmas Isthmus season. It's, it's Isthmus
1: season yeah. here. At no, he was
0: there a year and a half. Yeah, I get some groans out of that one every semester. Just see if people are listening. So that you're not lacking in any spiritual as you wait the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yep. And he also will strengthen you to the end that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by him. You will be called. I'm trying to think, why Why is this an Advent text? Oh, that's a good question. Yes, it's, it, it does emphasize the coming. his coming of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, the revealing of our Lord. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: The day of the Lord is. Yeah, I mean that's an interesting phrase. That's, the that's day about, of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean the day of of the Lord in the Old Testament yeah. is a a big deal. Yeah, that's pretty uh,
0: pretty clear. That's been adopted for for Jesus. Yeah, the things that are said about the day of the Lord are then taken into uh, into Christ. Christ, and that's in Mark thirteen. That'll be in Second Peter next week when we see that. So
1: this is this thinking. This is thinking Perseia, right? This is thinking the coming. Yeah. Um, day of that kind of coming day of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the revealing in the day of the Lord. This is this is apocalyptic. So yeah, so I, I guess it, it. I mean, Paul's always apocalyptic. Uh,
1: you know, I was thinking about that because I asked the question, and I never really—I don't think I asked it really well. That is, Paul being apocalyptic, or is Paul reflecting the apocalyptic language of his day? And I was trying to think. You, you know, and you said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah." Um, I I started thinking, you know what? I think it could be for us, you know, something, a certain thing, an analogy, right? What What is that for us? And I started thinking, um, sports idioms and sports metaphors, oh. where you know people will talk about someone being way off base, or we'll talk oh. about it's a home run, okay. or we'll talk about these, yeah. and you go through these things, and it's not as though I'm using, you know, I'm not writing a sports treatise, yeah. but I'm so steeped in a culture for yeah. which that is the primary, that's the vocabulary, acti- that's the vocabulary yeah. that that. That's just that just comes out, right? It's just an idiom so. that you get. And so that's sort of what that's kind of what I'm asking about apocalyptic. I mean, is he thinking and think it's, it's apocalyptic- always there?
0: He's these they're they're moving in an apocalyptic environment. It's culturally dominating, although here is a here is a congregation
1: that's got it wrong. Yeah, you know? too, it's too like no, there's
0: literally gonna be a physical
1: Manifestation of the coming Is, of the Lord. It's not just something that happens in your were spirit. Gentiles, as apocalyptic, as, as well, Jews? well. I
0: think they're they're touched by it, um, not as thoroughly as a, a so Jew, Jewish the Jewish identity. tradition. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but we'll get into this next week. I think we some of the Stoic elements of the the uh, destruction and renewal of the universe, the elements of the universe. Okay, we'll get into that. I think Second
1: Peter gets into that a bit. Oh, we have Second Peter next week. Yes. Sorry. How many times have I mentioned
0: that? Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's new. It's
1: refreshing. That's, I no. still. Never spend any time there. That's, yeah. well, I don't know many people who do on purpose. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: But there's a good commentary by Richard Bacham on it.
1: Well. The word commentary. So. Anytime you have Richard Bacham yeah, in the. You
0: can uh, make it. The, 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 the most, you know, esoteric things go, oh, yeah, that is so oh, Christian. That makes, that that makes so total prof- sense. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't uh, people talk about this more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it is. It's this common language for Paul, but very relevant to a congregation who doesn't understand that there's going to be a resurrection of bodies. And wow! They don't know in any fashion uh, the, how to live in a body, whether it's their own body or a a, a um, body of believers, a congregation. Uh, they're misusing their gifts not for the benefit of the congregation, but they're for their own aggrandizement and yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that again, that's the measure of what a a uh, good use of money or good use of power, or good use of kingship in the old Testament is, are you yeah. using it for others? or uh, Are you using it for self? Yeah. Yeah. And so Paul gets yeah. that of course. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm. So it's interesting language. Um, I think we do see this sprinkled throughout a lot of his letters. So it's a lot of his formulaic language he uses in other words, but there's a nuance to it that really makes sense mm. uh, with where he's going to go in this, in this
1: letter. This is, I mean, this is interesting to me The yeah. the, I keep looking at this, where he is going and having it so tightly packed when you know where he's going, it's mm-hmm. like, wow, that mm-hmm. really, that really makes yeah, sense. Yeah. When you
0: think of the th- the, the things he's going to spend time on. So charis, the gifts, the, the gifts are speech and knowledge, mm-hmm. testimony, maybe, I'm not sure, but that is often, um, often tied to the testimony is, is, uh, ratified by the spirit, mm-hmm. spiritual gift. Revealing of the Lord. I mean, there's nothing wasted here. Right. you do to the end. We're not there yet.
1: Right. <laughs> he's really... The of the Lord, which is still
0: coming. There's no wasted words. He knows <laughs> yeah.
1: exactly where he's going. Yeah. That's... Yeah.
0: And they will... They don't know that yet. But.
1: <laughs> right. Right. It, it just... It, I just keep flashing back on some episode of, you know, the West Wing or Doctor Who or someone with really good writing where oh. when you watch it the second time, you go, oh my gosh, look, he was telling us the whole time. He was telling us. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. So much foreshadowing. Yeah. Me. Yeah, that's yeah. really well done. Um, this is the second letter, at least, right? To, yeah, this to, is
0: an ongoing correspondence. Um, so we call it First Corinthians because it's the one we know, but he's probably had an ongoing correspondence with these folks
1: because it's uh, First Corinthians five nine that says in my earlier letter, right? So this makes it. Oh, you know, I don't... I think it's five, nine. Is it? Yeah. yeah, that says, in the earlier letter, I wrote to you. Ah, okay. And so that implies...
0: They are misunderstanding his teaching, but I forgot. Yeah, there might yeah, have been it's a, proto-Corinthians that he it. wrote to them, Yeah.
1: or half-Corinthians, or zero-Corinthians, mm-hmm. whatever.
0: And they've sent him a letter. And, and then he...
1: he sent them a letter, and then this is that response.
0: Yeah, uh, the second half, or two-thirds are there. He's responding to the thing, questions they've asked.
1: So. Right. And then there's another letter... No, then they respond somehow after this letter.
0: Yeah, there's an inter, there's a, there's a exchange of communication between this and Second Corinthians. Right, and some people think that's that other letter
1: is, is in, in Second, Second Corinthians. That Second Corinthians is a yeah. composite that's, letter. It's like, how
0: do you make sense of this letter? It's all over the place. So. Yeah,
1: so that it's a. I don't know. I've heard people suggest that both the the letter that's written in between the two Corinthians, the sorrowful letter, mm-hmm. and and the first letter that's referred to in 1 Corinthians 5 9, and a letter following up this correspondence are all in 2 Corinthians. That it is all three of those things.
0: Oh, so the earlier. The earliest letter.
1: letter and the Sorrowful Letter and a Response Letter are all Second Corinthians. <laughs> sounds like a horrible letter. It re- <laughs> that sounds like a Sorrowful Letter. It is a Sorrowful That's Letter. It's a sorry letter. It just reminds me of when I was sitting in an SBL. We have SBL coming up, and I've been talking to students about it. When I was sitting in an SBL once, and the guy's doing a paper on Obadiah. Mm. And Obadiah, you might recall, is 19 verses. And uh, this, <laughs> this man was... Clearly illustrating the 17 individual sources that have been redacted together to make the book of Obadiah. It was at that moment I realized I would not be a form critic. This is absolutely uh-huh. I'm ridiculous. I look at the books in the yeah. book display. Like, you know what? It's time for me to go. You completely lost me. Dude. I got your hand out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. I've got the handout. I'm moving on. So, yeah, it was clearly these oh okay. my
0: goodness like
1: you know what just to promise I told the students that I said promise me one thing I don't like adverbs in general in your papers but if you use the word clearly uh-huh. you know <laughs> clearly I'm not we're not not getting any hearing from me on that so yeah. no Ready to, to yeah, move on to the, to this. things getting dark? Yeah. Speaking of the day of the Lord, uh, Mark chapter 13, 24 to 37. But in those days, wonder which days those were. In those days, after that suffering, oh mm. great, wow. the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Like a thief in the night. Uh, Then they will see Mm -hmm. the son of man coming in clouds with great power and glory. That seems familiar. Then he Mm -hmm. will send out his angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branches become tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. Fig tree has so much to teach us. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) I just sit and listen. Listen to the things. So also when you see these things taking place, you know... That he is near at the very gates of the fig tree. tree. No, truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Oh, that's good. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows. Neither the angels in heaven nor the (laughs) sun, but only only the father. (laughs) Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. Even if you put all these, okay. Um, It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch, you know, like that. Uh Therefore, keep awake for you do not know when the master of the house will come in the evening or at midnight or at the cock crow or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. All right. More vigilance
0: uh, sort of teaching. Wow, we got a lot of that. And people on journeys who show up Unexpectedly. Yeah. Out of that. Boy. Yeah, that's some continuity from year, year A.
1: Yeah. Huh. Okay. Can well, you, this you is said, a longer a longer discourse. Yeah. What are you going to ask? I was going to ask that— Don't ask the hard questions. I am going to ask the hard questions. Uh-oh. Um That you said Matthew doesn't systematize. Oh yeah um, <laughs> But here it would seem no, Compared to Mark he does <laughs> <laughs> It would seem that You know no. when Ma- the fig tree Ma- Puts these leaves out yeah. the summer's yeah. coming no, Except there's no yeah. way to know yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Ma-
0: Matthew is like saying Okay here's what I think I hear you saying Mark <laughs> yeah.
1: Matthew is yeah. to Mark as I am to you yeah. is what I'm hearing That's right.
0: okay. Yeah. So Mark must be very deep like, <laughs> Yes like sure me. and love awkward humor yeah, He doesn't yes. complete his thoughts <laughs> <laughs> yeah well this is uh the whole 13 is this this uh apocalyptic discourse and they're asking about when's the end of the when's the destruction of the temple yeah and they, and they just sitting on the I think they've gone out part of it is why they're walking part of it they're sitting on the mount of olives looking over at the uh the buses dropping the people off sure the, <laughs> to take pictures temple mount. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> that's all you that's about all you see from the mount of olives but um it's the question is when will be when will be the destruction of the temple mhm into the end that ie the end of the age right you know, those two things are synonymous in their mind okay and he describes both uh he's not necessarily agreeing with that presupposition mm-hmm. it's kind of a collapse of time here that you those events portend the end but there's a lot of things before that that are that are um suffering but it's not cataclysmic suffering it's not it's it's okay. kind of normal uh, history, on this sea history. Yeah, There's like a lot they'll, of, they'll hand
1: you over to the councils, yeah, and like governors. And,
0: yeah, that's the time of uh, that's the time of the Christian, you know, uh, mission. Right, you know, that's what's going to happen. That's kind of quintessentially the Christian thing, and and so he <laughs> he helps us out saying, but that's not the cataclysmic apocalyptic end. How you can tell that the cataclysmic apocalyptic end is here is when cataclysmic things start happening. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll know. Oh, that's uh, yeah, real helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, uh, the heavens <laughs> being darkened and, and stars falling and things like that. Yeah, that would be the <laughs> that, end. That's when you know you're at the end, when you see the end things. <laughs> <laughs> not really helpful. No, that's that's not yeah. at all
1: helpful. Yeah. This is this is almost as helpful as in the Old Testament. It says, well, you know how to tell whether or not you should listen to a true prophet if the thing they say comes true. Yeah. Like, yeah well, then okay. it's a little late for yeah, me to late. know whether yeah, or not I right. should have listened to him, isn't mm-hmm. it? No, it's yeah. the same kind of thing. So gets the mileage.
0: This is the parable of the
1: unhelpful fig tree. <laughs> <laughs> the parable of the unhelpful. So what he's basically saying is, you know how when you see a fig tree in the summertime? That's how you know it's summertime.
0: Yeah. yeah, basically <laughs> something like it, 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 well, before this, one of the things is uh, false false messiahs. Okay? okay, so it's like no, you're going to know when the the real messiah shows up, coming on the clouds of heaven and, and whatnot. Yeah, here's
1: the messiah. Here's the messiah.
0: Yeah, so it's about it's it's a lot of it's about you're not going to know, but there's going to be suffering before that. But that's the beginning of suffering, beginning of birth pains. That's not the end. And and uh, so I don't. It, it's not like. It's not helpful in terms of the question they asked. It's, right. It's it's more of a redirecting of the question, like he always does with this. It's like, yeah, you're not going to know. You just got to live. Like the end, the emphasis at the end is, you don't know when he's going to show up. Yeah. You've got to be ready. You have to be vigilant. Um. What's very interesting about this in Mark, as uh, unsystematic as he is, he's a good storyteller. And what you see here, almost point for point, I actually sent something to the printer, uh, point for point, probably better I don't. I don't pick that up but what how he describes the progression of the uh, apocalyptic events you see that happen in Jesus passion okay oh. when when do we reach the end of the age yeah well you know Jesus is uh, they're going to go they they're on the mount of olives here they're going right. to start to they he says watch and pray keep awake well what do they do after that they fall, they fall asleep, asleep. Yeah. right jesus prays jesus watches and prays he responds to that that crisis very differently than they do um, they'll you know they say earlier they'll put you you know um, they'll lock you up they'll t- put you on trial that'll be your opportunity to give testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those things happen in Jesus' passion, right. Jesus' trial, and then uh, um, heavenly signs, mm-hmm. uh, the darkening of the sun, and um, um pretend um the the uh, what's the word I want to say the uh, the symbolism of the the uh, destruction of the temple. What 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 um elicits what he's responding to is the question about when is the destruction of the temple? Right. Well, then there's the, uh, the tearing of the, uh, temple veil is right. death. So almost point for point, this whole, this whole sermon in 13 is like, on one hand, uh, you're not going to know when the end end comes, but we've reached the end with, with the cross. We've reached the end of time. We're at the precipice. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, it's like, uh, when, you know, driving to the Grand Canyon, you, okay. know, you get there and you drive along the edge. You could drive along the edge for a hundred miles. Like, when are right. we going to get, we're still there. Are we there yet? Yeah. We're still there. We're, yeah, we're, we're still at there. the edge. <laughs> we're a, a, at the precipice where we've reached the end. You know, it's kind of what the events of the cross say, you know, uh, it's that, but it's also what you're going to go through. I'm already going to go through. Okay. Okay. So it's you know, interesting. And, so, and Mark's not going to connect any of those dots for the reason. Very,
1: very much in the apocalyptic stuff on purpose, deferring, I mean, def- deflecting questions mm-hmm. of when. Yeah. So basically, when they say when, he mm-hmm. says, All right, well, when it happens. You'll know it happened. Yeah. And that's it, right? That's all you get is that, you know, when's the, when, when will these apocalyptic end come when you see the apocalyptic end, and <laughs> yeah. you'll know yeah. Yeah. there you are. Yeah. And then, then he says, so as a result of that, not being able to know until it actually happens. Yeah pay attention well he has some teaching along
0: the way but then it's like oh it's it's a disappointing considering what they want to know they right. want to know the timing they want right. to know the calendar magic and all that stuff you know the magic fig tree yeah the <laughs> magic fig tree that gives us and teaches <laughs> us so much and then the fig tree shows up no there's just no fig tree in no, the passion
1: there's, there's not a fig tree in the passion that's too bad no there's a tree he, he has cursed a fig tree before but yeah. yeah it's a lot of fig trees learn its lesson from the listen listen to the fig trees <laughs> it teaches so much it neither spins. No, that's not it. Um, Consider the fig trees. Oh, <laughs> oh he's deal. on a bunch of trees now. Um, but now the, um, this this is... I, I really like this idea of the timing. I mean, I've never... It's I it's, like what you're saying here, Jesus, so don't take this as a critique. That, <laughs> <laughs> but when is the end? Here's, here's my... Here, Jesus, I agree with you, but here's so, the ways in which yeah, my agreement might not be immediately manifested. No, I, I love what you're saying about this being... Not an answer. I mean, mm-hmm. the answer is, when it happens, you'll know it happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's... I know. That's his answer. <laughs> that's not, doesn't it, seem like
0: a great answer. It doesn't,
1: but it's... A big it's, build up to a not great answer. It really is. It's it's this wonderful... Wow. That's great.
0: Well, it'll be... Something about the fig tree is that um, it's self-evident. You know, the signs yeah, right. will be there. That's the thing. And one of the things, there's a question like, is this the end of the age? Is this false teachers? Are these other things... All these other things that happen... No, those aren't the signs of the end of the yeah. age. Don't be deceived. No, the, don't follow after those. guys. When the Son of Man comes, it'll be as clear as some, you know something happening in the heavens. Um, many will come in my name. So there's a lot of, you know, there's 23 verses of uh, false signs and okay. things not to be um, diverted to, you know. Um, but when you get, there will be, that's the beginning of suffering, but then when the true end of the age comes, uh, uh, these things will be... Self evident. But you don't know when that is, so you gotta live a certain way and be vigilant and, and also not go after those false signs and false yeah. messiahs. Yeah. Keep awake, keep watch. You you do not know when the master of the house will come. Yeah. This is great. Stay up all night. <laughs> This is. So, I try to. I try to play the.
1: Live this. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You're always ready, boy. I'm always um, up. You are. Just there. in case. Well, again, yeah, I get up real early, just in no. case. Well, there you go. We got it covered between the two <laughs> between of us. Between the two of us, one of us are gonna text me. What well, I will. No one will be surprised. Right. But you know, it's it's, it's funny because I'm thinking this this week I was talking about, um, I, a friend and. uh, who's an expert in Tolkien. He actually, he mm. wrote the book on the gospel according to Tolkien. It's uh, Ralph, oh. Ralph Wood. Oh,
0: you know him?
1: Yeah, oh. and uh, Ralph is great. Um, he has two cats named Merry and Pippin. Those are his two really? cats. Yeah. Mm. And so I asked him the question that all Tolkien fans that are readers of the book want to know, and that is, that what's up with Tom Bombadil? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, no this. one no one knows what's up with Tom Bombadil. Tom Bombadil. I mean there's a reason Peter Jackson left him out of the movies because <laughs> nobody knows what to do with him in the book, much okay. less how in the world you're going to tell the story in the movie. And so so I we were having dinner at his house one night and and I said, I said Rap, "What's up with what's up with Bombadil?" And he said, he said, "Well, in medieval churches, they used to take a single icon and place it on the steeple of the church oh. that it faced heaven. And that icon Hmm. was only for God. God is the one who looks on that icon. God is the one who enjoys. He said that is bombadil only (laughs) tolkien knows what he was doing there. (laughs) to which i responded in all of my life that's the coolest way to say i don't know that i've ever heard in my entire life that's a that's a (laughs) that is a brilliant i don't know nice way to say it that's what that's what i jesus doing uh i mean sort of in the reverse Uh, on this one you're not going to know and that's not a bug that's a feature stay stay active all the time yeah no, we so, don't know.
0: Having said that, here's my theories. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> Tomorrow right. is 11, 11. And it then, is. In the it morning at 11, 11. And at 11, 11, 11, 11. Yeah. God will point to Jesus goes, hey, check it out. Check it out. Look, what it do day. you think? Should hey, I go? Clock. <laughs> is it go time? <laughs> the clock. Hey, it's one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, anyway. Cool. I, that's neat. I'm sorry. I just think that's neat. That, that I've never, I mean, I get it. And I guess I've just never dealt with it, but that... When you said, you know how you'll know the end of the world comes when the end of the world comes. Is end of the world really, kind of stuff. <laughs> when you see end of the world stuff, be suspicious that subtle. the world is ending. It's it, not subtle. It's, it doesn't need interpretation. Yeah, right? yeah,
0: it's unambiguous. Well, yeah, and that, that's kind of what is conventional wisdom. The fig tree, learn its lesson. Not the lesson you're asking me about, but it's like, hey, knuckleheads, it's going to be very, very evident, you know? It's you like, think
1: it's summer? I don't know. Are things blooming? Yeah, it's like <laughs> around here,
0: when, up here in the upper Midwest when when spring comes, it's like, it explodes. You know? Yes, it does. You know when spring comes, because it yeah. happens about... Like a Tuesday. In, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens on one day. It came on a Tuesday this year. Yeah, that's right. yeah, it's great. Yeah, it doesn't stay long, but it, it, the trees and vegetation explodes because it's so late in the year. Yeah. So much daylight, and just like, wow, well, spring's here.
1: Yeah, there is that day in March that you get irrationably oh, yeah. optimistic yeah, 40 that, degrees. Yeah, what, exactly. Is it summer? It was in shorts. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's that's what Jesus is saying. Don't don't, yeah. you know, beware of yeah. that day in March yeah. that right. is nice. Well, yeah. Um, don't put away the winter clothes or the snow shovels. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Well, or the the opposite of nice would be like <laughs> the bad stuff. The bad stuff doesn't mean the end is going to happen. In fact, here's here's the characteristic of the discipleship. Yeah.
1: I'm going to live that yeah, out. Yeah, in, in the parable All I was, of these things, I'm going to— yeah. In the parable I was telling, the nice day was suffering. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice day, yeah. <laughs> <And> then, wow. <laughs> yeah. I was twisting it. That's, yeah. uh, you know, as i well, yeah, It might seem
0: like do. that for if you lived somewhere else. <laughs> or you moved from Santa Barbara or something.
1: Yeah. But this is—yeah, this is neat. Now, Mark is—why uh, why is this an Advent.
0: It's apocalyptic.
1: Is that it? Is yeah, that it, the coming of the Lord? It's all
0: about coming. of It's the Lord. coming.
1: It's about the coming of the Lord. We yeah. don't know when. Stay vigilant. Yeah. Jesus is going to show up. When a yeah. time we don't expect, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and well, he certainly does.
0: I think it's after we light the fourth or fifth candle in the, uh, the wreath. <laughs> oh, okay. oh yeah. good. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that is that's the that's the point. It was an ordinary day, and you nobody knew, and, and became very unor- ordinary. And it became an extraordinary day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the end of this, so this is this is an ordinary day, and you know, and then. Did the heavens just roll up and flee? <laughs> is that normal? Is that that normal? doesn't seem that normal me? to me. Yeah. By the way, are the powers of heaven, the dynamite. The I'm just curious. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Verse of 25. Oh yeah, I was yeah. just wondering if the powers in the heavens, if it's yeah. dynamite. Yeah, they call back to last week. Uh, probably. I just thought if it's Christ, if, if it's important, to have yeah. apocalyptic on Christ the King and on Advent one. Maybe we should have that callback. Right, yeah. yeah, dynamite. Yeah, right. Get <laughs> dynamite. Uh, I assume that 26 is the Daniel reference. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: Son of Man, things that's uh, obscure in Daniel like that's Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Son of Man coming in clouds
1: with great dynamite. Yeah, the
0: Son of Man is that's going. He's going. They're going to ask him that at his, at his trial. So, so, so much of this shows up in his from the uh, from the garden to um, the crucifixion. It's like wow. boom, boom, boom. All this stuff happens. Jesus inaugurates the end times. Mm. Yeah, and it, but it comes through suffering. You know, right and, and suffering doesn't mean we've reached the end. Okay, that's just kind of quintessentially the, the Christian life. Okay, and there's so much buildup up in Mark. He's a dramatist. It's all he he teaches, but he doesn't connect the dots for us. Yeah. He makes you work. And then it, and there's so much buildup up to the cross. You know, it's like that's where it's like that's where everything's revealed.
1: I uh, I've heard, and it may be true, that when Mark tells a story. You know Matthew and Luke will likely have used Mark as a source, but when Mark tells the story, it's longer. That that his narrative of the yeah. same traditions and the triples and the, yeah, yeah the parts doubles, yeah that could be that his yeah. his narratives of them are longer. You know you get the name of the blind beggar and parts you get of them the, yeah yeah you know more yeah they, vivid imagery and yeah they they, um, they smooth
0: and it might be shortened things up a little yeah bit sometimes tighten up that writing tighten it up yeah yeah. yeah.
1: His Greek is rough, Mark. It is.
0: Well, he—he's. Uh, we'll see it next week. We see it at. Uh, I think we're Mar- Mark one, and it, it's all present tense. You know, yeah. It's like a four year old telling you about their day. <laughs> you know, or uh, you know, maybe maybe an older seven, six year old or something like. We, we went. We went. We went down. We went to the school, and then we played on the gym. We played. No, I'm i doing past tense. Yeah, but it's, uh, we play. But it's boom, 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 boom. And then we went down to the river, and then the police came. And then, <laughs> wait, a minute, what? wait, wait, time,
1: time out. <laughs> Tell me about your day again.
0: <laughs> Jimmy made frog. We're throwing rocks, and this guy guy walks into a bar, and this guy. You know, it's like the present tense kind of storyteller oh, okay. you know, and action, and no transitions. Like then, then this happens, and then this happens. You know? Yeah, immediately. The good storyteller. Yeah, it's because you're there. It's like it's present tense. Like oh, you're living it.
1: You know. oh, yeah. Well, that is that is very much the joke, right? Three guys walk into a bar. That's present tense, but you know, yeah. we all hear it from the perspective right. of the past. But yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So three guys walk into a bar. Yeah. The mm-hmm. fourth one ducks. So, yeah. yeah. Like right. That. Yep. Yeah. Good. I should have had a sound effect for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My <laughs> iPad died. You keep awake. All right? Awake. You never know when the joke is coming. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: no, know, it died. It's not watching and praying. My, Your iPad it, it is not watching charged. and praying. It
1: died? It's a very old iPad. Okay. All right. Well, thanks very much for listening this week. Hope that, uh, hope that you have a good Advent. Hope that it uh, fills your soul as much as it tends to fill mine uh, as you look forward to it. And as we begin this journey to the manger. Yeah. Um, though, and as your Mark reminds us, a journey to the manger is also like the journey to the cross, mm. uh, I mm-hmm. guess, at the same time. Yeah, it's
0: uh, interesting what, what's all woven into Advent. Very yeah, interesting.
1: So. Make sure and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And please support our sponsors the way they support this podcast. And uh, we will continue into another year with you. So blessings. Blessings.